on this episode of Why Watch That. I've looked at clouds on both sides now. I love it! Oh, well, you know what? Starring in you better this give thing. him that R. I'm gonna tell you that. You know what? I, if you don't Ber- know, Bernardo. Bernardo. You know That's exactly who I imagined you being as a music teacher, just for the record. And we'll talk. I about I loved that. him. He was exactly right. And yes. Why watch that as a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head to head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. Well, nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome Welcome to to Why Watch Watch That. Critic? Yes. Critic! What? Have you heard? We just got a buy me a coffee page. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Boy, come on. It's a place where listeners can support our work for as little as $5. $5. Pretty much the price of a coffee. I don't drink no coffee. What you talking about? Well, you don't drink anything but water and eat raw potatoes. But I guess they can buy you a popcorn. How about that? Oh, well, uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> well, everyone, look, visit buymeacoffee.com forward slash why watch that to support our work or purchase our valuable resources. Yeah, you know what? We just added the TV trackers to help you curate a collection of shows you'll love to watch. So find this and more ways to support us at buymeacoffee.com forward slash why watch that. So Critic, are you going to buy me a coffee? Maybe. A why watch that sneak peek. Well, 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 how excited are we? Ha mm. <laughs> ha. Now, listen, the by the time this airs, I'm sure we'll, you know, have some breath and time, but we got a chance to see a sneak peek or a premiere, if you will, of a new movie that um, premiered at Sundance. Yes. And Sundance this year has been very, very different. And uh, again, by the time you're listening to this, it is, you know, well over. But I will say that watching these movies from home has been quite the amazing treat because this movie in particular, which was the which which was the festival's one of the opening mm-hmm. um, movies, watching this one particularly at home gave it an even more special experience. And I'm talking about the new movie, Coda. Mm. I've looked at clouds on both sides now. I love it! Oh, well, you know what? That is something we're going to talk about in a second. But Coda (laughs) is, again, like I said, one of Sundance's opening um, uh, films. It is directed and written by Sean Hedder. She uh, was able to take a film, a French film, that actually during the talk she said that the French producers, who are producers on the show, actually commissioned her to do it, to give her own spin on it. Mm. And boy, did she ever. And we'll get into that in just a second. But the cast, some of them you will absolutely 100% know 
and some you are going to be delightfully introduced to. But I have to start with Marley Martin, the Emmy award-winning, Academy award-winning actress who happens to be deaf and has really paved the way for ASL um, users Mm -hmm. and the deaf community. She is, along with some of our other community members and actors who namely is Troy uh, Kotzer, who you've seen in a ton of stuff. You really have seen him in stuff. We're we're hailing amazing actress. Her name is Amelia Jones. She's from Great Britain. Oh. Yeah. We will talk about that as well. Um, Eugenio uh, Derbez is also starring in you this. Give thing. him that R. I'm gonna tell you that. If you know what? I, if you don't Ber- know, Bernardo. Bernardo. You know what? That's exactly who I imagined you being as a music teacher, just for the record. And we'll talk about that. I loved him. He was exactly right. And yes, Amy (laughs) Forsyth is also in it, um, along with Daniel Durant. Um, Those are the major players in this. Um, Again, this is coming to us from Sean Hedder. She uh, is bringing you a unique experience that the critic is going to walk you through because it's not something that we've quite seen but the feeling we got from it um is very familiar and i'll connect it to another sundance movie that i saw that i think if you like that you will love this so but what, what's going on here because it's unique it is and and here's what it is it centers around ruby played by amelia uh ruby is about to go off to college if she wanted to Okay, so let's keep that in mind. So she is a senior in high school there in Gloucester, Massachusetts, and she's in a family. And this family, they are a family of fishermen. Okay, on the boat every morning, getting the fish and not getting paid enough. I'm going to tell you that. And she goes out before school to help her father and brother bring that fish in. Why? Well, before I get to that, she has a love. In the opening shot, ref, we hear her singing loud on the boat and singing a song. I was like, you know what? <laughs> I know. I was like, Etta James is probably rolling over, but like, sing, girl. <laughs> it was great. So you're like, oh, okay, what's going on here? Now, we find when she gets to school, she's coming off the boat. Okay. When she gets to school, how is she treated? How has she always been treated at school? And why has she been treated like that? It ain't good. But she loves to sing. And there is an opportunity for her to join the school choir. But she's not the kind of person who does that. Her best friend is looking at her like, you gonna do what now? (laughs) (laughs) Now she signed up for the choir after somebody else signed up. Mm -hmm. that. But she loves to sing. So she is, you know, going to the choir rehearsal, the first one where everybody has to sing. And then we get the choir director of the ages. <laughs> he went to Berkeley in 1989. He graduated. <laughs> That's right. You better know it. 1989. And I'm going to tell you, you better breathe if you're going to sing. And that is Bernardo Villalobos played by Eugenio. Now, <laughs> This man looks at Ruby and is like, um, what? Oh, what are you doing here? Are you ready? You'll see how that plays out. And you'll see, of course, what happens across the movie. And in the choir, 
is a guy, Miles. Now he is a guitar player. He comes from a different kind of family. And what's going on with Miles and Ruby? Because they are put together by Bernardo. For what purpose? Why? What happens? What comes of this? What happens when Miles has to go to Ruby's house with these parents? Now these parents, by the way, they pick her up at school blasting trap music <laughs> blasting okay why why, why? Hmm. yeah so we see what happens and then of course the question is going to be because they really need ruby to help them deal with their business because what's happening is there's some changes from the state that get in the way of all of these fishermen making money and ruby is a conduit for them to make sure that they get what they need and to possibly start a new venture. So she's torn because in the end, Bernardo wants her to do something. Her parents, or maybe parent, wants her to do something else. What does her brother want? He's older. What does he think about it? And now what is the whole point of CODA? the title. Now, everything I told you, everybody, that would work on its own without what I'm about to say. So if you don't know what CODA stands for, it's child of death adults. So Ruby is hearing, but her parents and her brother are deaf. So all of that, now you go, oh, whoa. So this is a whole other layer on top of it. So when she's singing, they can't hear it. Do they even know that she can sing? Also, why they blasted that music. See, all of it, it all goes, whoo. And Ratha, I got to tell you that this is a way to start a film festival. Again, we saw this at Sundance. This in early 2021, watching it, I was surprised by it in the beginning because it was funny. It was funny, but these people are real. Also, it's familiar in all the right ways, like you were alluding to. It felt familiar, but good. It's a movie about teens without being a teen movie. Like, it's like all this stuff going on. The acting, I mean, these people, that's what they are. They are people. I wanted to be with them. I wanted to spend time with them. It was just great. Amelia as Ruby, signing, singing, acting the moment fishing fishing the moment when she and miles ref have to do their first duet and they go back to back and she takes that breath like it's little things where she just and tells the story tells the story what's going on there of course marley matlin we know is great as the mom troy as the father their whole dynamic you won't look i didn't give away what they look when miles has a conversation Listen, and the you won't writing. forget it. <laughs> and what Sean did as a writer-director, when you're reading these subtitles when they're signing, I mean, this is worthwhile reading. I mean, if you don't know sign language, some of this stuff is hilarious. It's the, I, I guarantee you, no one has signed some of the things they signed in this oh, movie. Well, you know what? In the Q&A, they, they actually confirmed that, that there, there were some words that they actually had to be like, has anyone ever signed this before? <laughs> you just know it. There's one scene where they start, they have some insults. I was like, that is very creative. And then when you have the sign language with it, cause you can watch it, it's descriptive. It's like you get the message. Yeah. 
So was it perfect? I wouldn't say it was perfect. I didn't need it to be. The rhythms were great. I was just enjoying being with them. And I know, Ref, we, I mean, at this point, of course, it will have distribution when we release this. Yeah. But at the time of Sundance, it didn't. Somebody is in a bidding war. Well, they're already uh, talking. There was, uh, in the Q&A, there was uh, some comments of some Oscar buzz. And, you know, they, everybody likes to, <laughs> to, you know, think that their movie will do that. For me, the experience was very similar. First, I have to say this. Mm-hmm. All the stuff that you just said is not a typical Sundance movie that we've seen in the past. Yeah. Meaning, with the new artistic director who actually started, I think this is her third year, I believe, because we missed last year, this year, and the year before. She's brought something hopeful to Sundance. Mm-hmm. Meaning, Sundance can be very, you know, just like all film festivals can be very deep introspective or artistic or you know you just sort of like oh that was an experience but there's something about spending time with real people with real people that could be family people that you think you could know and then putting an interesting story and twist to it and for me this is another experience that's that i liken to troop zero Mm -hmm. and troop zero was one of those um movies if you if it's on hbo prime if you like that you will love coda troop zero to me is that that weird dance amazon that prime, I, right is it amazon prime amazon prime what did mm-hmm. i say hbo prime <laughs> oh i'm sorry no not hbo prime amazon prime excuse yeah. me it's on it's on um amazon prime and there isn't even an hbo prime i don't even know <laughs> I, you know what i've been dealing anyway yeah i'll just um the thing about it is that feeling you get from Troop Zero, that very beautiful dance between drama and comedy, like high comedy, um, quirkiness, um, realness, uh, being a youth, what that means. It's what you're going to find in Coda, a grown-up version of that without it, without the 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 bit of shiny, you know, yeah. razzmatazz jazz hands exactly. to it. It's it's more grounded, but the same feeling. Mm-hmm. The same warmth that you get of, wow, this family loves each other. Um, Amelia is not a deaf actress, the mm-hmm. lead actress. She is not a singer. <laughs> and she's not a fisherman. And she spent months and months preparing for this. And when you listen to the talk, that the community that they created on set was such a beauty. She said it was the most amazing experience that she's ever had in her life. Not acting, just experience. Mm. And you could, it comes across when you watch it. Listeners, if you get a chance and access to Coda, I think it's worth you really investing in how you watch it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And, and whatever that means to you in your most comfortable open state if that means i need to get out of the house i need to get to the theater because i want to be with people watch it that way if it means i want to be by myself like the best experience of me watching anything is by myself then do it Mm -hmm. if it's i just want to be with my spouse or my significant other or i want to be with my family yeah again there's some it's not pg-13 Okay, we'll just say 13. It's not for the the, the nine-year-old. Although the nine-year-old, you know, all you have to do is cover your eyes for a couple of, you know, 
yeah. scenes. It, there's no nudity or anything like that. But I, my suggestion to you, and I, I feel like the critic is agreeing, whatever way that you love to watch something, do it when you watch Coda because it'll be even more the better. Now, as we've stated, it has not been picked up as of taping, but I'm pretty sure as of airing, you will be able to get access to it, whether it's at your theater or whether it's going to be streamed. You will never, ever be disappointed when you pop in or physically to see or <laughs> pop in on your couch to watch Coda. It is a feel-good movie that we all need right now. Yeah. And uh, just to end it, because I didn't say what I would what I would compare it to for some reason, Ref. <laughs> I'm thinking of Captain Fantastic. That's what I'm thinking of. Like if you pull Troop Zero and Captain Fantastic kind of together. Yeah. Hold us somewhere in the middle. There you go. Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea. And we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you.